Hello and welcome and happy Late Late Tuesday. It's This Is Going Well, I think, with David Cooper and I'm David Cooper. It's This Is Going Well, I think, the show where no one's listening, the show where no one cares, the show where every episode's the last episode. Today, straight out of London, England, it's Tony Five. And we're going to talk about some salacious British TV I've been watching. And if that sounds boring to you, don't worry. The show in question contains a lot of nudity. David? Good, Tony. Thank you for staying up late. It's very dark in your video feed. Don't be racist, David. You've just started. Put the theme song on. <laughs> well, I'm not the racist one. The lighting in your apartment is racist. Well, it's dark at night. Can you not see me? Shit, even I can't see me. Can you, If I smile, can you see me? Not really. I mean, I just see white teeth, I guess. No, that's my mouse pointer. Is it? Shall I turn my lights on? That means I'll have to get up and take my headphones off. You don't have to turn your lights on. I don't need to. Why are you fighting with me? I'm trying to find your theme music. I'm trying to get organized. I'm trying to do everything right. David, I'm trying to be controversial. And here's your theme music. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake or for fuck's sake? For fuck's sake. For the multiple sake of fucks. Go on, play the music. I'll turn my light on. And now, and now, live from London, live England, from London, England, England, it's foreign it's correspondent, foreign correspondent Tony, Tony Five. Are you wearing your sleeping shirt? It looks like a sleeping shirt. It's like a, a, a wee willy winky shirt. Do you know, I went once, I, I used to do things so stupidly. Do you know what a wee willy winky is? No, I don't. Tell me. So it's like the Victorian dress. So it's the blue and white stripe with a little hat on that, you know, pe- like Scrooge, like Scrooge used to wear for sleep. I used to, I bought that once and I freaked out a girl when I came into the bedroom wearing that. That was fun. Sounds fun. What is going on in the world, David? It's all gone to shit, isn't it? Yeah, the world's completely gone to shit. What are you talking I'm talking about, like, the KFC have changed their fries last week, and it's just <laughs> an absolute PR disaster. I don't know what they're thinking about. All they've done is did the same fries, but with some sort of seasoning salt, and they've made a big deal out of it, and it's really upset me to be honest with you. That is, I was thinking that. I was not thinking about the tragic conflict in the Middle East. I was thinking about KFC's fries. Have they done it there as well? Have KFC (laughs) done it there as well? Because if they have, that's fucking thoughtless. I'll be honest with you. Check, David. What's this noise? It's plane tickets? No, they are postcards. Oh, yeah. To send to our listeners. I'm going to go through them, David. I won't do the address. We've got, uh, out of there, we've got a Gerald... Hello, Gerald. Just a big shout out to you. Well, maybe just the first names, okay? Oh, okay. Gerald, your surname's not (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't know what his surname. I'll bleep it to give Gerald his anonymity. Uh, Who else we got? We've got someone. Oh, Lauren. Hello, Lauren. Cheeky little Lauren. That's lovely of her. And then who have we got here? We've got uh, Sally. 
Hello, Sally, my little lovely. Or, or Alexandra. I don't know why she's got an email. Oh, she might be a terrorist. I'm surprised there's so many ladies. I always thought of us as too disgusting, you know? Ah, it's the uh, base in my voice, David. You see, you appeal to the sort of Gen X, Z, whatever they call them, whereas I appeal to the more uh, working class people. Understood. I just, I thought it would be mostly men because we are a little on the disgusting side. Yeah. Colin, we got Colin. And uh, I, I did like Colin's uh, bio, mid-40s business professional guy. It's not Tinder, Colin. All right? Just, uh, <laughs> Colin, you, you, you've completely missed the point of what I'm trying to do, Colin. Just uh, Colin, who is very kind to be listening to whatever this is, emails us because he wants... Okay, first of all, anyone who has no idea what's going on, Tony offered to send postcards to any listeners who are willing enough, brave enough to send their address to us eric's a bit of a chancer though if you also wish to send me postcards and or gifts fucking hell eric dial it back a bit mate it's saying a telethon jesus it's still gonna cost me about three dollars to send it to you eric in guelph i don't even believe that's a real thing tony can we rewind i'm trying to get to the guy who sends a message like a tinder date saying i'm a 40s male <laughs> professional and we're like okay well thank you for listening thank you for letting us know what your demographic is i guess i guess so yeah i mean he, he, he's he's nice yeah i mean uh, i'm gonna send them all out this week good i mean they could be worth a fortune couldn't they later on in life if we if we really hit it off can you imagine david these postcards will be worth money for them it will be like you know like an ancient scroll from egypt couldn't agree more god tony five and butthole steve just living the dream do you know what i mean this is the year isn't it 2023 it's the year for us right <laughs> 2023. Tony, I want to talk to you about a British television program I've been watching on Channel 4. First of all, what is Channel 4? What what content is usually on Channel 4? Uh, it's kind of like pushing the boundaries content. So BBC is obviously a national broadcaster. You can't really swear on it. You can't really do stuff like that. Um, to give you context of Channel 4, it was the first uh, channel that had a lesbian kiss, a first gay storyline, uh, first naked people, stuff to talk like uncensored porn, that sort of thing. So yeah, it's kind of pushing the boundaries. It's, uh, yeah, it's you as a TV channel. Now, can anyone access it? Like, do children have access to it? Yeah, yeah, it's a terrestrial channel. Wow, and it's got, na it's well, clearly it does have pornography because there's a show on it called Naked Attraction. Called Naked Fucking Attraction. <laughs> I knew you were going to say. It is not only wild because of what it is, and we'll explain what it is. It's wild that like it has no plot at all, and yet it is it is very good. It is. I knew you were going to say that. And it, <laughs> I, I don't know how I knew you were going to say that. So are you watching it with like a VPN on 4OD or something, yeah? No, no, it's just on Max. I don't know what it's on in Canada. Probably Crave, I guess. I don't know. But in the US, HBO has a sort of amalgamated, they bought up a few streaming services, and they just call it Max now it's not hbo max it's on hbo like so you can just watch it and stream it here in the u.s you don't have to do, do a vpn or anything with the with the uk presenter the lady who presents it who's very funny quite comical let me just say what it is it's a dating show where you the contestant 
um, the dater come out fully clothed and there is a host who finds a way to work in that she's bisexual every 10 minutes. So, so it's you and the host and there's six opaque glass boxes. They're different colors. So like yellow, red, blue, orange, but you can't see who's in these glass boxes and it's six people to date. You can see the shadow of them originally. You can see a shadow, yeah. Yeah, opaque, not, not uh, or translucent. Is that a better word? That's a superhero, but carry on. Okay, so then the boxes lift up to expose the people's <laughs> junk and it's full frontal nudity and it's not porn star penises and vagina. It's regular everyday Joe penises and vaginas. Absolutely. I mean, some of them look like cabbages, didn't they? Fucking hell. Yeah, some of them are, are wonky. Like, there are some messed up... Li- and, of course, because they're British, none of them are circumcised. <laughs> well, one in ten. One in ten, maybe. One in ten? That's a really long shot. I mean... If that. Yeah, maybe one in twenty. There are a few, but it's rare. There's a lot of hoods in there. So, these people in the boxes are not allowed to talk, and there they are standing with their penises and vaginas out. So, they see their legs. So, you see their legs, their feet, uh, feet, legs, and then obviously the, the genitals, yeah? And you get a full zoom in of a normal person's genitals, warts and all. And sometimes... Yeah, and some of them do have warts. Yeah. <laughs> You read my mind. <laughs> Some of them definitely have genital warts. And then it's wild. Then the person, the dater, the, the person who's selecting... Goes up to them. <laughs> goes up to them, discusses what they like and don't like about them to the host who mentioned she's bisexual. Do you like the girth? Do you like the length? Yeah, and then they talk about, do you like a labia that hangs? Do you like a labia that's very neat? Do you like something in between? I, myself, personally, David Cooper, like an in-between labia. Hairy? Do you like hairy? Do you like it shaven? I like a... Yeah, I like... I like pubic hair on the top and the mons pubis, but then I like the undersides usually to be shaved, but I don't care. I mean... I like a runway, but carry on. Yeah, like completely shaved is not my thing. But you know what? My main thing is don't tell women what to do with their pubic hair. So if I encounter any pubic hair style, I don't give a fuck. That's my position. It's like how you cook your chicken, isn't it? No one wants to be told that. Carry on. You know what I mean? Like no one tells me how to groom my pubic hair. You know, I wear it the way I wear it. I I trim it, but it's completely wild, just trimmed wild. Do you use an electric razor to trim your pubes or is it like a regular manual? No, like those little grooming scissors for like beard trimming scissors. Oh, you use scissors? What, you go full coiffeur like barber? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Barber shop. Okay, (laughs) so back to the show. The dater discusses with this bisexual host which genitals he or she likes and then they eliminate someone before seeing anything else. Yeah, they will say, no, I don't like that, yeah. Then the the naked person has to walk out to the fully clothed person. (laughs) And then they have to say, I'm sorry, I just don't like the way you look. And then has to walk away. And then it goes to a little sort of VT where they spin around and they put their clothes on. Yeah. Yes. They spin from naked to clothed. And to me, that's so interesting because some people who look funky wear the most boring clothes. And some people who have boring bodies, when you see them in like sexy, fun, awesome clothes, you're like, wow, they got style. Yeah. That brings them up a point. But it's like a reverse Superman, right? It's weird to go from someone who's naked. It's such an amazing like concept. Naked to fully clothed and then but i i I just think i've had this conversation with many people is that these people have to go back to walmart or the clothing shop in the daytime where pretty much the whole country has seen their willy so everyone watches it then it's so popular here it's like really popular here Well, first of all, there's not a semblance of plot. Like most reality dating shows have no plot, but those shows have way more plot than this show. Somehow they have packed two rounds. (laughs) 
two people who are dating, eliminating six others, that's 12 naked people and two uh, daters, into a 45-minute show. And the host just constantly is repeating herself. She's like, so far they've seen you fully clothed. That's all about to change. She says that every episode. I know. Do you like it? Oh, let's go over here and look at this cock. Jesus Christ. And, and she's like, we're going to see six naked men and women. And I'm bisexual, so I know both of those things. Like, Yeah, I know. She's really annoying. Anna, Anna Richards, really annoying. So then they lift it up and they show the chest. So for men, it's just your brawny chest or not brawny chest. For women, it's the boobs. Uh, then they eliminate another person just based on their vagina and boobs. But the same thing, they talk about what kind of boobs they like, this, that, and the other. Surprising how many women have very uneven breasts. Yeah, but nothing wrong with that. No, 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 no. I'm not being discriminatory. I like them both sides, misshapen, one going up, one going down, east and west. I couldn't care less. So for me, it's kind of funny because they're a little bit positive, even when the body isn't for them. They'll say, hey, those boobs aren't for me, but they're very beautiful. Yes. And then when the naked people walk out, even though they're eliminated and they got rejected, they're like, you know what? I've always hated my boobs. And even though they rejected me, they said I had nice boobs. So I actually feel really good about this experience. All the naked people say they enjoy doing it. And they walk out with sass. Like they're fully naked and they walk out with sass, no matter what size they are, whether they're ultra skinny, who, you know, big big boned you know they walk out with complete sass and and i guess that's what like channel four like you know they advertise it as like body positivity and you're right there is no story it's it's basically naked attraction it's just pure basic um you know caveman style attraction and i think that's why it's so popular here because you know you can imagine loads of couples and stuff on a friday night that's what it was on it's like prime time friday night 10 o'clock and everybody just come back from the pub and they're sitting there just basically watching naked people pick each other. And it's it's kind of hilarious. The whole show is just six naked people. That's it. Okay, let me get through this quickly. Then it rises up and shows the face and the dater eliminates one based on the face. So now we got three left. Uh, then they go around to the three people and they just talk a little bit. They just say one thing they like and don't like about their body or one thing their naked body says about them. Something to do commenting on their naked body. But there's so much discrimination at that point based on accents, not just from rich people to poor people or from fancy areas to not fancy areas, but in the other direction too. So you'll get someone from like, I don't know who's a Scouse accent. Oh, hello. <laughs> I thought I'd come on here because I've never liked my willy and I thought well fuck it I'm gonna go on channel 4 on primetime TV if someone's from London they'll be like you're too posh for me uh, and then when they get eliminated they're like I'm not posh at all I'm just from London yeah, I've just got a voice like this, yeah. So then they eliminate that person based on the voice. Uh, and now there's two left. And then the person dating gets naked. Yes. it's And then they come out and then the other two have to judge them. Exactly. The other two comment on their body. And then ostensibly the one person gets eliminated based on what they said about the person's body. Mm -hmm. And then I guess they're both naked now, but that's your date. They have to then meet each other naked in front of the fully clothed presenter. Do you remember? They come down the steps and they have to hand each, which is really strange because they have to hug, but they're both naked. So at that stage, you could technically get a sexually transmitted disease because if he could get, I mean, it's really strange. When it's two gay dudes, sometimes they hug and I'm pretty sure their dicks touch. I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, they're sword fighting. They're sword fighting, bro, <laughs> on TV. So yeah, yeah, you're right. So anyway, after that, they go on a fully clothed date and it's so boring. It's just... it's, it, that's where you go and get make a cup of tea and stuff like that because no one cares about that. And then they follow up a month later. What happened? Did they fuck? Are they still dating? Are they planning on dating again? 
again. And that's the show. And that takes 25 minutes. I've been explaining what has been going on in the show. Tony, what are your thoughts? It's horrific, isn't it? I mean, it's the state of the economy in the UK. This is why we're all going to hell in a halfpenny. It's just awful. But it is is—it's a funny show. I've seen it a few times. They've expanded it to people who have had, like, sort of cancer surgery, mastectomies. They've had trans people. They've gone through post-op and pre-op um, sort of uh, contestants. It is, it is quite fascinating. But, you know, once you've seen one cock, you've seen them all. Once you've seen one fanny, you've seen them all. But it is quite interesting when they when guys or girls will say, well, I, I like, you know, a trimmed cock. Or, yeah, I, yeah, it's all about the girth. Or it's all about the length. or And obviously these guys there are in a studio and they're like shriveled little you know like little cocktail sausages bless them unless you've got some guy who's really well hung and he's just standing there sort of shaking and you can see that they're, they're pulling it on aren't they they're sort of shaking a little bit so there's a little bit of sausage sway and semi chub but sometimes women and men will eliminate guys being like it's too big for me yeah they, they'll say that it is a very fascinating show I'm, i can't believe you're taking on british culture david fantastic good done it's funny because me and Miranda are laying in bed discussing what we like and don't like about the contestants. In the first season, it was a lot of straight men and lesbians. I think just to get the naked women out because they know their audience is mostly horny men. But as the series or seasons go by, they do more gay men. They do more, you know, women who are picking cocks. It's wild. And it's just, I can't believe it's a show. Like, I can't believe that's on regular British, you know, cable TV. No, not cable. Terrestrial. It's free. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Cable, terrestrial, whatever. Yeah, that's that's it. I've been watching the show and I fucking love it. My first time I saw it, I was like, this is the stupidest thing. I won't even watch this. Okay. And then somewhere in between it, I'm like, it's just as stupid as I thought it was. In fact, even stupider because the host keeps on repeating herself. There's no new writing. It's the same little saying she uses every show. To be fair, David, we can't criticize, can we? No. Yep, carry on. True. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's a fascinating show and it's really entertaining and I recommend it to anyone. It's on Max in the US. I don't know what it's on in Canada, but I'm sure if you Google Naked Attraction, you can find it, yeah. Naked Attraction. It's been, I think it's been on for a few years now, three or four years. And it was a big, you know, some of the sort of right-wing papers were like, what has happened to this country? And, you know, this is what's going on in the world. Yeah, but it, it is funny. Like they have pre-op trans people. So they have like someone identifying a woman as a woman. They're treating them as a woman. They look like a woman, but they're standing there with the penis hanging out. I couldn't care less. I think it's funny. I have, yeah, I have friends who are trans. Like this kind of stuff doesn't bother me. If you want to be called a woman, I'll call you a woman. No big deal. But I can see some conservative right-wing person watching that and just boiling, being like, that's not a woman. (laughs) They write huge articles in like sort of the big right wing papers. How can they show? But you know, at the end of the day, you know, people, everybody dates, didn't they? So yeah. you know, there's there's someone for everyone, and you know, why not? Well, no, it gives me great joy, and I laugh that some conservative is fuming watching this like stupid show that means nothing over somebody just saying their whatever gender identity they want to say. Like, who fucking cares? And I can just picture these conservatives enraged and feeling like the show is fundamental political which it isn't it's so light they don't mention politics they don't mention anything no they talk about cocks and how big they are and and pubic hair it's i mean that's the depth of political conversation they talk about and and the people that have been on the show are like you know minor celebs they'll they'll be on like uh breakfast tv the next day you know having been on the tv the night before showing their uh their uh, little winkies 
I got to move to the UK to get on the show. We got to get on the show. Jesus Christ, no. I mean, and you know, because what I find interesting is it's nice to hear what people like. There are some people that go, oh my God, I love inking. I love tattoos and, you know, blah, blah. And then some girls, I know tattoos turn me off. I don't want that at all. Don't like that. Some girls like, you know, really muscular legs. Some girls don't like it. It is quite fascinating. It's a really not. I think if you take away what it's about, it's quite a nice study in, in humanity and people and thing, you know? Oh, I forgot to mention, speaking of study in humanity, <laughs> they have these 30-second asides. So some guy will be like, I, yes. I like a big hip-to-waist ratio. And then they'll do this aside with like a little science doodle being like, they think that men like women of 70% more when they have a bigger hip-to-waist ratio. Studies have shown that our ancestors, you know, it'll be like, like the cavemen thought that women with larger hips could bear more children. Like, So it attempts to be an educational show, but it does such a bad job. <laughs> It'll be like a science bit with an animation behind it and her overlaid on it. You know, during so, so your Stone Age times, you know, that, yeah, it's just very strange. But, you know, whoever got a concept is absolutely making money from it, David. So, uh, yeah, I want to know who pitched this. Like, who came up with this show and pitched it to Channel 4? And who said yes? Who green lit it? Uh, I love it. Anyway, I got to go, Tony, because I got to watch an episode of Naked Attraction. Oh, no, I was having fun talking to you today. Uh, oh, okay. To be fair, I might go and watch it on YouTube <laughs> now, now that you've started talking about it. I might go watch it now. Cool. Uh, well, all the people uh, who wanted the postcard, you will be getting your postcard. Uh, sort of in, I mean, raw mail is pretty crap at the moment. So this side of the new year, hopefully. Um, and anybody else wants one, you know, contact David and uh, you'll get a postcard. All right. You want a postcard from Tony5? Email me, david at jew.pizza. Tony, thank you for coming on the show. Yes. And you know what I would like in return? If you do get your postcard and you would like to uh, give some feedback, it would be nice for you to come on a show with us one day. It'd be nice to uh, talk. I'm thinking of setting aside an hour or two of time to sit with you with the phone line open so we can take calls. Yes. <laughs> and then I'll cut it into an, an episode of the show. So that's that's coming. If that's something you might like to do, also email me because I'm trying to gauge interest here. Yeah, and tell him you like him as well. You know, David gets upset if you don't give him a little bit of feedback. Or tell me you don't like me. Or tell him you don't like him. He likes that as well. Yeah, fair enough. David, it's always been a pleasure, not a chore. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, I'll be in touch next week. And uh, good luck with Naked Attraction. Hasta mañana. Uh, so I don't speak French.